0: Hello and welcome to the Ask Dr. Ben podcast. I'm your host, Ben Johnson. As a holistic-minded physician, I've spent the last 20 years looking outside the box and conducting research to find the true causes of skin conditions and other diseases. And while the focus of my work has been on aesthetic medicine and unlocking the secrets to reversing skin damage, this podcast will also include many other exciting revelations pertaining to you and your family's health and well-being. So let's get started. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Ben Johnson back again for another episode of Ask Dr. Ben. Thanks for joining me. Today we're going to be talking about this new paradigm in wellness. And it's a really important concept to me. A lot of people, when they look at our wellness, they want to try to compare it to something they're already doing. And there's a good reason why the vast majority of the wellness products that we make and offer here at Osmosis are... Very different than anything else out on there, out there in the worldwide health and web networks. And the reason is because when I approached this, it was the same way that I approached the skin. Is I refused to accept the idea that everything that people were building around. Let's just say the the base structure from which all research spins off, the base structure from which all healthcare strategy spins off is flawed. We need a full rewrite of, you know, from the ground up assessment of what's going wrong in medicine today. I mean, uh, you know, just speaking as an American, we are sick. The USA is full of really sick people and Life expectancy dropping is is a pretty good example of the fact that something we're doing isn't working. The number of people that are on medication is jaw-dropping. The lack of general health and the people feeling good is diminishing. I think people have literally forgotten what it feels like to wake up feeling good. They seem to always wake up with some sort of hangover from poor sleep caused by toxicity, or hangover from being on cholesterol medication or blood pressure medication, or a hangover from the toxicity of the food choices that we made the night before. And then throughout the day, the sluggishness and the fatigue and the pains and the all of it and then the, the physical changes of the the bloating and the weight gain and the hair loss and I should say hair loss in the scalp but increased hair everywhere else and the so all of it is an indicator that we are lost. So the new paradigm for wellness in my mind is a source-based approach. And where it becomes challenging is you're not going to get very many researchers Looking for sources because the system isn't built for it. The system is built to address symptoms. The pharmaceutical, FDA, a uh, whole structure uh, here in the US is uh, designed to make medications that are palliative, that are helpful in and some symptoms related to a disease. But of course, the disease is genetic or built into the human body's code in some way. And so nothing we can do about that. But maybe we can stop your headache with a pain medicine, or maybe we can lower your blood pressure with uh, you know something that interferes with functions in the body. Everything in medicine it seems is always design, designed to interfere with the body. And what I'm proposing to you is the new wellness paradigm comes from looking at everything from a a new lens and saying, you know what, the human body is miraculous and incredibly complex and poorly understood. And as a result of that, we have to make the assumption that it's capable of handling whatever comes at it to a certain degree. And we know through our recent studies of epigenetics, which is again when your cellular DNA changes to adapt to its new environment. So we've seen that. And what we know is that because things can be turned off or turned on epigenetically and change your body, they can be turned off and turned on again to change back. We can restore health if we remove the origin, the environmental impacting original source of the problem. And so that's where Osmosis Wellness is unique. And I want to get through a few things here. I'm going to try to keep this down to a half hour. Uh, my last uh, podcast went an hour talking about pandemic stuff. But I think we can keep this relatively concise for you. And let's let's just begin. So my journey into looking for the real causes of disease if you will began with my dad. My dad passed away about 20 years ago from a disease called Shy-Drager. It's like a Parkinson's plus autonomic nervous dysfunction disease, pretty awful. And at the time I was a physician and but not yeah, I wasn't a wise physician, if you will. You know, I was very much indoctrinated into the system and like, oh, well, what are the medications they recommend? And then, of course, there weren't really any medications for it. My mind wasn't thinking as, well, what caused this? I, like most physicians think today, was thinking, oh, diseases come with age. Bummer, you got the genetic lottery, you lost the genetic lottery and you got this disease randomly. Well, now I, I believe his disease was partly triggered by pesticide exposure he got sprayed by a crop duster when he was a teenager but i don't you know again i haven't i haven't actually explored you know the source of shy drager because I, I just don't come across it very often so i, I don't know anyone with it and I, I i am of course exploring parkinsons and alzheimers and just the possibilities what are the possibilities see cuz once you rewrite the code and you say hey everything is the result of an environmental change in the system. Almost everything. Because I will agree that there are genetic mutations that can occur randomly and or genetic predispositions that can create certain diseases. But it's rare, guys. Just trust me when I say that is rare. The vast majority of genetic mutations happening in children born with them are most likely coming from toxicity during pregnancy. And not that the moms are eating horribly or that they are knowingly doing anything. It's that they're unknowingly being poisoned. It's that they are stuck in a in an environment where certain medications and certain pesticides and and certain things in our tap water even have the ability to influence the DNA of our unborn children. And, and it can cause horrific side effects. So it wouldn't surprise me if we find that, for example, cleft lip and palate's Are specifically linked to a specific toxin in society, and several diseases along that line are actually from toxicity. So, in order to do wellness, I mean, you just can't go to the normal wellness strategies. You know, a multivitamin is not going to pull you out of a toxic situation. In fact, you know, your body can't utilize vitamins as efficiently in the toxic situation. So, really addressing those is important. When it comes to you know, autoimmune diseases. Yeah, you can take medicines that suppress different functions of your cells, but that's going to cause you tremendous harm at the same time that it might reduce quote-unquote inflammation. Remember, I believe all inflammation is really repair or inflammation is your body attacking a pathogen within the system. Like these are the things you want your body doing. If there's a pathogen, you want it attacked. You know, goes back to this idea that you know, when if you have a fever, should you take Tylenol? I say no. I say no. If your body is mounting a fever, it's doing so with incredible, intelligent precision to fight off a virus. In most cases, fevers are are viral driven because the body knows that a system that is hotter makes that virus less likely to spread. Same thing is true about acidity versus alkalinity. We're a very acidic society, so you have to become more alkaline, and that's not really something wellness does. Although you can force feed yourself alkalinized water and, you know, have some modest effect, but it hurts you in the process. That that force feeding yourself alkalinized water through it in an acid pit stomach is actually damaging. So You know, not all these changes are easy. You know, we need to find really what we need is we need to reset the food industry so that we don't make foods that are harmful. This can be done. I've talked about it before regional farming, you know, pesticide free farming. Maybe why can't we make everything organic? Why can't we, you know, pause on the GMO until we see exactly how it affects our microbiome? Chances are good. These GMO changes are affecting your microbiome right now. It's hard to avoid GMO foods today. It's scary to see what's happening with the farms and how farms are being forced to adopt GMO by, uh, through insurance manipulation. They won't insure a farm nearly as cheaply or as efficiently if they don't adapt to the new seed from Monsanto. Like, come on, people. This isn't right. We've got to change the food. So all of that is true. When it gets to wellness, oh my gosh, I digress so much. These, these are supposed to be 30-minute segments. I just keep looking at the time like, Ben, stay focused. Wellness, paradigm shift. Okay, here we are. So the osmosis paradigm shift began when I started to realize that a lot of skin diseases were coming from the inside. Now, how did I realize that? Yeah, I was chasing down my intuitive ideas, but there's plenty of evidence out there if you know where to look for it. And what I'm saying is not so crazy. You know, candidiasis, it's reported by the scientific literature that uh, roughly 70% of the U.S. population has candidiasis, which means an overgrowth of candida. It's also reported by the scientific literature that there are approximately 56 different strains of candida. So each strain emits a different set of toxins and each of those toxins has a different effect. One of them causes acne. I think one of them causes eczema. I think one of them causes psoriasis and one of them causes seborrheic dermatitis and one of them causes fatigue and one of them causes, you know, a digestive disturbance or maybe they all cause digestive disturbance. But it's, you know, but candida is part of your microbiome. It's just that things like progesterone and sugar and mucus forming foods like dairy and fried food in particular are going to encourage candida. And that's why in America with our terrible diet, we have that. When I say a new paradigm in wellness, I'm saying, listen, you can look at someone with eczema and say, oh, yeah, the wellness you need And there are people who get improvements in eczema with sort of generic wellness, if you will, but they're doing it indirectly. How do I wanna say that? So with osmosis, the strategy, for example, with candida, is to remove mucus and not everyone has excess mucus the younger you are like I found that you know kids 12 and under typically are not forming mucus yet their gut is healthy enough it can handle the toxicity without forming mucus so they only need to shrink the candida through my frequency elixir called skin perfection now we clinically proved we could shrink acne in a double blind placebo controlled trial of skin perfection I think it was 54 patients and we had a 60% clearance in acne in 30 days, because not all acne is candida acne. So I don't think we, we would have had a much higher clearance had we done that. We also did not address the mucus issue in a lot of those patients. So I'm really pleased with that outcome considering it was just the elixir taken twice a day. So that's a candida shrinking elixir based on that test and based on the results we're getting, remarkable results really, we're getting with the product. Now there are medications for candida you can take diflucan but uh, my understanding is it's 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 hard on the system it's uh it's like a poison you're taking essentially but it can help reduce certainly candida i just think you know it's a, there's a more holistic more effective way in skin perfection and you know then you've got to uh, address mucus for a lot of people and mucus can be very frustrating. You know, mucus is being formed because there's an epidemic of H. pylori. H. pylori changes the digestive capacity of your stomach and causes a more undigested foods to go through. This can lead to SIBO. <laughs> and SIBO is its own change of the bacteria into a different, stra- not a different strain, a different phenotype, okay? So again, this is a little bit complicated, but the, your DNA morphs to the environment. So all of a sudden, you know, so SIBO is caused by that. So my point is to say, you could take some palliative wellness, like some people might drink aloe for SIBO, or some people might, you know, try fiber, or they might try probiotic strain, right? And this is sort of the generic wellness model of, hey, you know, your problem is not really explaining the problem. So why I think osmosis is so unique and so effective has a lot to do with the fact that we think we found the reasons why people are having problems, and we're addressing them. So, I give you a great example with SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. We, I looked at that for years, and I was like, okay, let's try this. Okay, because I, I didn't understand the disease. And so I kept coming at it from, uh, oh, there's an infection. Well, I should be able to kill that infection. Why am I not, you know, I've got, what about my immune defense uh, to treat uh, pathogens? Why, Why would that not be more effective? You know, and so, and then I started looking for probiotic strains that might be more effective. But the truth is, is the bugs in your gut are your bugs. They're changing based on the environment. They're DNA generated. So someone else's bug collection is not for you. I don't believe in probiotics. I believe in a prebiotic which is our recovery. And so what I've learned is we can treat SIBO by changing the environment using recovery as one of those tools, by changing the environment to treat H pylori by first knocking the 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 bug over the head. Okay? So here's the picture I have. For this H. pylori pandemic. And and just so you know, we've mapped H. pylori on the face. So if you're wondering if you have H. pylori, usually you're, you know, you're gonna have some nausea and diarrhea when you eat foods, basically. A lot of different foods cause nausea and diarrhea. And you can't figure out what is it? I we'll have food allergies, what's going on? And what's happening is the bugs in your stomach are changing. And they're changing because it's too alkaline of an environment because you drink soda with your meals or or milkshakes or whatever it is. You're creating an, an altered environment in your stomach and that's starting to change the cells. So there are a lot of cells that are not changed yet, but almost changed. Okay. Can you picture that? And then there are a lot of cells that have changed that could change back with diet over time, but we don't make that happen because a lot of times we won't change our diet. So... The idea behind the osmosis protocol is take immune defense, you know, two doses, 12 hours apart, not two bottles. It's dose by weight. So you've got to read all those instructions, but two doses, 12 hours apart. And then you follow it with the prebiotic to help encourage your existing bugs to go back to their original phenotype. It's working like a charm. So excited about it. So this is how we're addressing SIBO. This is how we're addressing H. pylori. So it's a paradigm shift in wellness because we think we've un- got the, the reasoning behind what's happening. So all those skin diseases that I mentioned, if you realize that candida is the source of them, then all of a sudden the world would be focused on anti-candida protocols and it would be amazing. And yes, changing your diet is one way to go. But sometimes you change your diet and you still can't get rid of those mucus plaques that have formed. And so you're so frustrated because you're like, but I have been eating good for months now and nothing's changing. Why? It's because you haven't corrected all of the negative side effects of that long-term dietary mistakes. And so, you know, skin clarifier is our mucus cleanse. It's the only mucus cleanse I know of in the world, to be honest. (laughs) And I'm so excited about it because it's so effective and it works in the sinuses as well. And, and it'll sort of help you with chronic allergies. You know, if you have chronic allergies, you're probably going to need three of those. If you have post-nasal drip, you're going to need three cleanses, but it's unique in a paradigm shift because again, it's addressing the source of allergies, which is twofold. Number one, your microbiome has been poisoned and it needs to be restored. And it's not a lot of easy ways to do that in the general wellness community. And number two, your mucus, it's, it's accumulating. And within the mucus are the allergens that you inhale. And so you have all these different allergens trapped in your mucus, aggravating your immune cells so with that when you get new exposure, your system is reactive and, and spinning off out of control. And so, yes, you can treat allergies. And sometimes it—you it, know it's as simple as take recovery for three months. And the way recovery works is it specifically feeds the digestive lining repair so that the bugs growing on the digestive lining are properly formed, right? Their, their, their environment is the correct environment. So they, they form the phenotype that is your healthy phenotype. And it also feeds your existing probiotic population and makes them thrive and more healthy. It's, it's a fantastic tool for you. Again, one tablespoon every day for about three months for most people will restore their microbiome. If you have severe disease, uh, say you have a condition like Crohn's or ulcerative colitis or, or leaky gut, uh, you might need to take a tablespoon a day for five to six months and you should treat the pathogen behind the original disease. So again, I started looking at everything as being caused by a pathogen, toxin, or emotion. And as a result of doing that, it changed my paradigm, and I started to make wellness that was targeted to address pathogens, toxins, and emotions. So how do I address pathogens? Well, it's called frequency medicine. It's poorly understood science. I don't understand it well. Like I am almost speechless at the how this came into my life, and I couldn't refuse it once it was there. you know, meet this random farmer from Iowa who spent 10 years building a frequency generator and a huge copper box with special antennae to to emit that, you know, I say purportedly because I have to be careful because I don't have any tool to measure the frequencies imparted into the water. So what I will tell you is, you know, by all accounts and by two double-blind placebo-controlled clinical trials, by several independent lab reports... We are imparting frequencies into the water. And so then the next question is, what does a frequency do to the human body? Well, in order to understand that, you have to understand that your body is made up of frequencies. You're just one big vibrating ball of energy. If you really want to dive deep into the weeds, you know, go explore the concept of the human body being a hologram. And what it's really speaking to, and this is what quantum physicists I think I would say the majority of quantum physicists would tell you you're not really you. You're you're a light-emitting ball of energy. If you look at atoms, atoms are ninety-nine point nine 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 percent space, and you're just made up of atoms. That's all you're made up of. So you are ninety-nine point nine 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 percent space. But what's in that space? Clearly. There must be something else because it feels solid and admits light and what's going on there. It's hard to understand. I get it. But just know that that's scientific fact (laughs) that you're 99.99% space and most physicists and I think many scientists believe there's something in the space. There's an energy field that we live within. This is the divine Consciousness, I will speak up sometimes. You can not put the word divine in there if, if that's offensive to you, but it's an energy field nonetheless, and it exists and it is clearly something our bodies derive information from. That's why we keep breathing, even though our mind isn't triggering that, you know, the way we chew and swallow. There's so many aspects of your daily behavior that are happening at Lightning speed at a level that's unexplainable. Just simply walking is a miraculous event that involves all the senses are being incorporated and all in your advanced intelligence, your AI computer within your body, and it's not your brain, guys. It's this consciousness field is receiving all the data and determining your next step, where it should be. How anyway? I could get lost in all that. So. You are a ball of frequencies. And the, real, the only question is what frequencies represent what? And just like you have, uh, like every protein is a combination of amino acids, okay right? You can get there. So every protein is a combination of amino acids in your body. And that proteins include hormones and neurotransmitters and, and peptides and, you know, cytokines and cellular components. Like all those things are quote unquote proteins. Okay. So now we know they're all made up of amino acids. Well, each amino acid has a distinct structure and that amino acid is an energetic body. It has a vibrational component. And honestly, the amino acids are made up of atoms, right? And so each atom, and we can go down to the atomic table, each atom has its own vibrational component. And so what determines and how an one amino, let's see, proline, what determines what uh, the vibration of proline versus lysine is the types of atoms that are included in that molecule. And we're talking about millions of atoms to make up A single amino acid, and then of course, millions of proteins have a variety of combinations. So, my point is to say if it makes it easier for you, you can think of uh, the notes coming off of a piano. So, if I push a key in a piano, that's a note. Now, if I push two keys at the same time, you know, combined note. So, each of the proteins in your body is a combination of what I like to say is an orchestra, a symphony. Of music playing, because all these frequencies are playing within your system. And yes, each time you get larger. So you could look at an organ and go, okay, an organ is a bunch of cells. Each of the cells has its own frequency. Each of the components of the cells have their own frequency. So you can imagine the complexity of vibration that's going on in your body. It's part of the reason it's such a freaking miracle. It's so amazing. So this is essentially scientific fact that I'm telling you. You know, maybe not my grand picture of it all, but each individual aspect of it is true. And so, yes, cells vibrate at a very subtle level. And I remember a a, um, TED talk of a guy who's a quantum physicist speaking to a room full of scientists. And one of the scientists raised his hands. He said, "Um, doctor, you said that cells vibrate. I'm not familiar with that concept. And he's like, oh, yes, all cells vibrate. And they vibrate at a specific rate. And when you're healthier, the vibration rate might be higher. And generally, I think that that's acceptable knowledge that a higher vibration rate is a preferred. Now, that's not to say that, you know, one's protein is better than another protein. I'm speaking more on the overall vibration of the human body. And, you know, some people measure energy in the human body through its electric potential. And that has validity to it. It's it's a tool to somehow tap into this energetic field, and, and it can be effective, but staying on point, because your body <laughs> after being on, off point for ten minutes, um, your body has all these frequencies in it, so putting frequencies into your system can have a positive or a negative impact. you know some people believe, for example, the frequencies coming off of certain certain lights are harmful to the body. I tend to subscribe to that. But the frequencies we're choosing for these formulas are beneficial. And sometimes they can have an antipathogen effect. Sometimes they can have a calming effect. It's all about the target of it. I can tell you the secret sauce to this is that I do have a mathematical formula to, to determine the frequency of substances. So like, if you say, oh, what's the frequency of glutathione? I have my theory as to what the frequency of glutathione is. And I think I can replicate the resonant frequency of glutathione. Now I can't replicate the millions of frequencies that go into making up glutathione, right? So remember glutathione has a whole bunch of different pieces in the orchestra, but glutathione itself is the symphony. It's all the music playing at the same time. So I can grab a snapshot of the symphony vibration but there's no way I'm going to replicate glutathione. So we don't make glutathione out of it. Now, there were studies done in France that were remarkable where they played the frequencies of the DNA of an animal. They collected, they had a a sensitive tool that was able to read and pick up the resonant frequency of a DNA molecule. They then put the component parts of DNA into solution And played that frequency to the component parts and they reformed the DNA identical to the DNA, the original DNA, just using component parts, nucleic acids thrown in a bottle and then play that frequency. It's an absolutely amazing study. It was done by a Nobel Prize winning physician out of France. I forget his name. Fascinating, right? So just know that frequency medicine is is on the rise. It's something I use because it's effective and it does not hurt the body. It's something I use because there's in many cases, there's nothing else out there that seems to have an impact. For example, on viruses, I don't know of any good antiviral on the market today. And so as a result of that, like something that can actually have an impact on viruses, and we clearly see it. You know, and we're going to do more clinical trials. Um, we're just trying to decide which ones would speak and be most helpful to the communities out there. Um, I think we're leaning leading on eczema because eczema is becoming so rampant. So we're going to do a clinical trial on eczema, prove, and prove, again, that frequency medicine has a place. And um, that's what makes osmosis wellness u- unique. So we have frequency medicine for antipathogen, antiviral, Effects. I have frequencies that I found to be effective for emotional issues. It's called emotional well being. It's, it's helping people with PTSD. It's helping people with depression and anxiety. Again, frequencies in this. I have frequencies in a formula for joints, for joint pain and joint inflammation called Joint Relief Elixir. I have frequencies that mosquitoes find off putting so that you ingest them and the mosquitoes don't want to land on you. And, uh, that's proven to be highly effective. Still totally. Uh, ignored by most of the world, but someday they're going to be like, oh my God, that's so much better than a citronella candle. Why didn't I do this before? And yes, you ingest it. And yes, so you ingest it and your skin emits a frequency that bugs don't like. And, you know, people could say, oh, come on, that but you don't placebo a mosquito not biting you. So if you go out and I've had, had a handful of people telling me, like, I didn't be, believe the frequency story you were putting out there, Dr. Johnson, until I took mosquito and I'm like, well, there's no explaining that one right and then we have a frequency formula that helps neutralize the damage of uv radiation and we did a clinical trial on that double blind placebo controlled substantially successful results you know a very high rating on amazon you got to try it it's called uv defense again because it's affecting the water in your skin it means that if you sweat the defense is lost and you have to retake it and you have to wait an hour. So it's not ideal for all scenarios. I can't use it if I'm in a really hot place because I perspire easily. But for a lot of people, it's amazing. And for a lot of kids, it's amazing. They tend to perspire less children. And so like I would encourage you to at least consider that as a adjunct to whatever regimen you're using. And for many of you, you're going to learn very quickly that it is can be standalone as well. And then we have frequencies that help calm digestion. We have frequencies that make candida population shrink. Okay, so that, that those are in skin perfection and digestive relief elixir. And those are a bit redundant, by the way. So if you're taking skin perfection, you generally would not benefit from taking digestive relief. And then we have frequencies that help neutralize tissue damage from acids. So they can help with your symptoms of acid reflux. Uh, that's in both skin perfection and digestive relief. We have frequencies that resemble certain hormones and they mimic the effect. So they don't create any hormone reactions like a taking hormones would, which is a good thing, by the way, but they give your body a sense of that because they're resonating the same frequency that your hormones are resonating. And so hormone relief elixir has been phenomenal for the vast majority of people who take it for menopausal symptoms, for example, but I take it because men should take it as well. I'm not a believer in hormone supplementation, which, you know, a lot, if we're talking about paradigm changes in wellness, I, I just don't want to encourage my body to make an abnormal amount of testosterone by taking some pre T supplements or taking the actual testosterone itself because of the all the negative side effects of taking hormones, which are well-documented, right? So the idea is paradigm shift to this frequency-based idea of supporting your system. We have frequencies that resemble a human growth hormone, and I am really encouraged by the effects of that. That's an ageless vitality. So ageless vitality has the digestive frequencies. It has uh, the anti-candida frequencies, and it has HGH. So it's sort of a maintenance one, in my mind. Hormone and Ageless are the two ones I recommend as a maintenance going forward. Now, there are minerals in these elixirs, and they're edible, 24-karat edible gold in these elixirs. And um, I guess the thing you need to know is th- the minerals make it stronger. Some people ask, because I used to make these formulas without any added material. And um, by frequency-enhancing minerals, uh, the formulas about 20, 25% more effective. That's why I do it. It has a slight taste to it. Um, we've actually keep improving on that taste, but it does have a slight taste to it. And so the gold you may ask is, you know, it's part fun, but it is absolutely, immuno strengthening and certainly no negative side effects to it. So it's something you can sort of ignore if you want. Uh, but bottom line is, is, the vast majority of the work being done here is, uh, through the Im- imparting frequencies, uh, through this special device from this crazy farmer, <laughs> you know? So it's, uh, it was all quite wild, but here's what I did. When I approach wellness to me, I don't want to make something that is only for a few of you. I, I want to focus on the things that are going to be transformative to your health. So to me, A huge portion of the population has a mucus problem. That's why I made a mucus cleanse called Skin Clarifier. A huge portion of the population has a candida problem. So I made a candida supplement. A huge portion of the population has pathogen infections that are causing ongoing disease. So I made an elixir to address that, immune defense. I have a formula that helps address diabetic issues, like a diabetic neuropathy, it has the frequencies that help, you know, what should I say, reduce the impact of diabetic neuropathy and reduce the pain experienced. But, you know, I always find it interesting when I sort of start down a path to formulate something and I run into roadblocks left and right. And I'm like, why am I, I you know, I don't usually get roadblocks when I'm onto something big and awesome. And so now I'm just realizing if I'm running into roadblocks, there's something wrong with the core structure of where I started from. And so in the case of sugar detox, which is helps detox sugars in your body. And it's primarily goal for that. And then the neuropathy is the other piece of it. I'm realizing that is really not the way to do it. The real trick is to get to the origin of diabetes. And I believe that is at the microbiome level. So recovery for the microbiome is my plan to help eliminate diabetes And I think it's very doable um, if we can restore that. And, you you know, not everyone realizes, but there's there is not a healthy microbiome in the house. Like nobody is getting through this water, this dietary food choice, the pesticide laden community, the amount of junk and, and poison being thrown at us. Nobody has a healthy microbiome. So that is, that's the starting point for me now. And I'm really appreciating that perspective. So it's always these, I have many aha moments. uh, It seems like I probably have at least every two weeks, I have a really, an an awesome epiphany and and a new direction to go on. And, And a lot of this stuff has come recently. And it's just, I hope you, you know, stay open to my, these revelations, because honestly, I know I'm hearing from you guys, you're doing my protocols and they're working. So I know we're on the right track. And the only question is how many people out there are open to changing their paradigm? So that's the focus on wellness. A few other comments. Uh, You know, one of the best wellness supplements I make is called Skin Defense. It binds metals. It binds chlorine. It binds estrogen toxins, which includes pesticides, chlorine, Food preservatives and and the such, and so as a result, it's just one of the most powerful detox choices you can make. If some of you, it may take a couple of years. It took me a couple of years of binding toxins to get all the heavy metals and crap out of my system, and I saw changes from that. Like you, you don't realize how your body resets when it's completely clear of toxicity. And it's not to say I don't keep refeeding the toxicity because I. You know, I live a single man's life uh, right now, and I'm, so you know my choices are oftentimes restaurant food, and store bought food, and and trying to, you know, not eat a half a carton of ice cream uh, at a sitting, and all those things. So. So I, t- I highly recommend skin defense uh, to be taken to bind all these poisons. Uh, it should be a daily thing. It does include activated charcoal. A lot of people have, mis- have read misinformation that activated charcoal binds up your minerals and strips your body of minerals. It does not. does not do that. It is selective. And there's plenty of evidence to support what I'm saying, but I'm, you know, I'm here to tell you, you don't have to fear taking that it is, it's phenomenal for your body. Cause remember you're being poisoned every day. So you might as well be addressing the poisons every day. So that's skin defense. You have collagen activator. So collagen activator is a unique wellness strategy where what we're doing is feeding your Krebs cycle. So this every, every cell has this energy generator in it called the Krebs cycle. And it literally is the energy for the cell. It drives the chemical reactions. It can't survive without them. Things like ricin is uh, the way ricin works is it it gets into each of these Krebs cycles and shuts them down. And that's how it kills you. So the Collagen activator has a combination of ingredients that activate the Krebs cycle at a maximum capacity. The limiting factor is oxygen. So people will respond better the more oxygen they have in their system. So we always encourage exercise. As I said in my last video on the pandemic, or video podcast on the pandemic. Yeah, exercise is really important right now. You need to oxygenate your cells. That's how you're going to detox. Oxygen is one of the detox mechanisms of the body. And there are several and they're all empowered by that. So collagen activator is, yes, it helps build collagen as part of the name. And because we're a skincare company, first and foremost, we felt that that was the proper name to go out to the market with. But just know that this is your, this helps rebuild hormones. Some people are malnourished and they're not building their hormones and they're going into menopause because they're not making enough hormone because they're malnourished. So this addresses that it stresses a lot. It's a great for athletes. It's great to build muscle. It's great to support a healthy tissue regeneration. So it's, it's, it's a phenomenal supplement that's collagen activator. So these, I make these because I want them <laughs> selfishly. Like I make these cause I know like this is going to be something. If I had a choice of wellness supplements, what would I want to take and why would I take it? And what is it justifiable and how long do you need to take it? Well, collagen activator is one of those ones where I think it should be taken Every, it's like a multivitamin to me. It's the most targeted multivitamin, right? Because it's really hitting the home. So a lot of people think, oh, I need to take a bunch of antioxidants. Eh, I mean, unless you're really triggering a lot of free radical activity in your body. Your body uh, has uh, the antioxidants. You really want your body to be in charge of promoting antioxidants. What happens with antioxidants is if you megadose them, they start shutting down free radical activity, the good free radical activity. And people don't realize that 99% of your free radical activity is good. Yes, it's actually driving chemical reactions. Free radicals are part of your human construct. So if you douse free radicals with antioxidants, you end up causing harm. In fact, I would not megadose. I, I do not agree with megadosing antioxidants during this time, megadosing vitamin C. I don't believe in any of that. I think you want your oxygen free radicals at their highest potential to fight viruses and to repair oxidative damage. Believe it or not, like the same sort of system that spins out and causes damage from usually because some A destabilizing force came in, like a toxin, comes in and creates an oxygen-free radical. And that is why that free radical is causing harm. It's usually the free radicals that your body creates are not causing harm. Okay, so... You know, we have immune activator, which is this oxygen molecule patented that it strengthens your immune system and improves your fighting capacity. That doesn't have to be for everybody all the time, but definitely for people who are not exercising as much, because that means you're not your oxygen content's low in the system, and definitely for people who are immunocompromised or immunosuppressed by medications, this is the kind of booster you're going to want. But I do take it every day, and I recommend most people take it every day because it keeps your immune system at peak performance and actually also helps that Krebs cycle to a degree. So exercise does, but so can this to help oxygenate the system. I take elixirs. I take sugar detox because I still ingest sugar, but I try to almost always ingest only natural sugars, I stay away from refined sugar wherever possible. You know that makes me feel a little better <laughs> but but, yeah, I take sugar detox for that. I take emotional well being and you know it's a very sort of embarrassing personal reason I take emotional well being I take emotional well being because it it has the ability to interfere with whatever thought process you have causing a reaction, so I have one thought process that you know still floats in my brain that I need to remove completely, which is. You know, watching my hair loss, am I am I losing more hair? Am I getting my hair back? And it does fluctuate, but the more I think about my hair loss, the more that thought process I think can influence and cause hair loss to occur. So I literally take emotional well being for the uh, sake of my scalp, and you know I I, I think it's working. I, you know, it's much more obvious in other cases of uh, you know where somebody has a stress reaction where their eyelids flare up. If your upper eyelids flare up, you're stressed. If one eyelid flares up, there's a deeper conversation there, but it usually just relates to a male or a female. Left eye is female-based person is causing stress in your life, and the right eye is male, but prove that out to yourself. Like it's fascinating to chase these things down, but yes, eyelid stress, emotional well-being is amazing for that. So it helps you with stress and that's where it's mainly used. You can ignore my personal reason, but I also take ageless vitality and I take hormone elixir and I take those because I don't want to take extra hormones and I can just tell you I'm somewhere and I'm going to go get officially measured, but I'm probably somewhere in the 8% body fat range at this point. And I was only able to achieve that after I restored my microbiome, by the way. I did take my Melt, which is my fat detox supplement. We're not really into weight loss. I'm not sure we're going to make that again. So if you're interested in detoxing your fat, Melt is pretty freaking amazing. And so we have the remnants of our last batch are still for sale on the website. My sister just started on it and reported six pounds the first week. And you say, how is that possible? Well, if your system is hydrated and healthy enough, this triggers your fat to dump toxins, and that's going to dump fluid with it. So it's not a metabolism thing. It's a toxin dumping thing. And what I found is it's not very effective in people who are sickly, who are overly toxic because their system can't handle dumping toxins. So there's that. I take aegis vitality for the HGH component and the in the digestive calming component. And I take hormone for the testosterone and the, you know, the benefits of being balanced in your hormone presentation. And I can't say, I didn't have specific symptoms before I took those, but I do have the crazy true fact that I was five, nine and three quarters my whole young life. And since I've started taking those two formulas, I'm five, 10 and a half. It's documented, you know, and I wasn't expecting it. I was, I got on, you know, went to my mom's house and she had the old banner where we'd been measuring, you know, our heights over as we grew up as kids. And she had it out and I was like, oh, let's all stand up next to it. And my brother, who's three years younger than me, had shrunk an inch and I literally had grown three quarters of an inch, Five ten and a half. Very proud of that. Can't explain it. Don't know. I don't think it's like bone growth, although, you know, some bones continue to grow. Could be spinal alignment. It could be, I, I don't know. It could be hydration of the, I don't know what the, what the H E H frequency is doing. I think that's a big part of it. Anyway, I don't know that all of you will experience a three quarters of an inch height increase. I know I had one other client report the same, but more importantly, I want to tell you, so I'm about 8% body fat and I was looking back, you know, going back to my wedding at 25 years old. So 28 years ago, I was probably about 8% body fat. I might've been, you know, I I was right in that range. I, I may have been a little bit thinner at that time and I weighed 157. Okay. So right now I weigh about 172, 15 pounds and it ain't fat. So what is that? What what is happening there? Why am I telling you about this? Because I believe in the theory that if you have the proper frequency maintenance, which is hormone and ageless, that your body will maintain muscle mass or in fact accelerate muscle mass. And, you know, I'm not a monster, but I lift less aggressively than I did at that age. And I have significantly more muscle mass as a result of what has to be this wellness protocol that I'm doing. A lot of people, they see their muscle levels decline. I'm just telling you, you know, that I can see how much fat I have, right? You can tell by how visible your veins are in your forearms or how much of a pinch you have on your belly or, you know, how definitive the muscles are in your thighs when you flex, like all those things are a tell for your body fat. And I can tell you right now, my body fat's low and I weigh 15 pounds more than I did when I was 25 years old. So whatever percent of that is a little extra fat, maybe a pound or two, but what it tells me is that it's possible to stay healthy and young going forward. Now I also took recovery from my fat pads. Remember, we have a supplement called recovery that enlarges your fat pads, and we're getting reports because it just launched. But we're getting reports of what I told people and they're like, wait a minute, do I want that? Or what so here's some of the reports. More butt shelf. I know that's not a very medical term, but if you can imagine your butt has two ways of two types of fat. And one of the things we notice as men and and also as women is that our butt tends to flatten as we age but it also tends to gain fat towards the bottom right right there's subcutaneous fat there's fat on the surface that's not the fat i'm talking about what recovery builds up are the fat pads within the intramuscular components of your system so there's fat pads in your arms there's fat pads in your thighs there's fat pads in your buttocks and there's fat pads in your face and there's fat pads in your breast now men don't you know, the waxing and waning of fat pads in the breast and men is not consequential. So no, this does not cause breast enlargement in men, but it can increase the butt shelf, best terminology I can use. And it can improve. Oh my gosh. The facial fat pad changes have been awesome. No, it doesn't make your face look round and fat. Like you've gained 30 pounds. It structurally puts you back to the lean beauty that you knew as in your youth and so super exciting for that one. But that, I think, is part of this weight gain is I've restored my fat pads, which were probably, let's say, you know what? I don't think they're too much different than they were when I was 25. So I think my fat pads are back to where they were when I was about 25, meaning about 80% of capacity. And But muscle mass is important. And, you know, I, I do push-ups and pull-ups two to three times a week, one set each. I, and I'm on the elliptical every morning for about 45 to 50 minutes. And that's how I increase my oxygenation of my system. And, Yes, I randomly play tennis or golf or do activities outside, and but nothing on a consistent enough basis where I would include that in my what I'm telling you is my exercise routine. So all this is doable when you restore your metabolism by restoring your microbiome, when you pull all the toxins out of your system so that your system is functioning properly. You will not have menopause symptoms if you pull the toxins out of your system. I think toxins in the system are even the cause of stretch marks when women get pregnant. Because their estrogen is not at the level it's supposed to be during that time because of the influence of the toxins they had going into pregnancy. Lots of lots of different ways this is going to affect you and benefit you. A lot of women's hair loss is caused by this imbalance where their estrogen is low compared to their natural testosterone level. And so that creates what presents as a testosterone imbalance, causes hair loss in women causes hair loss in men too by the way this whole estrogen toxicity thing it's one of the causes like the reason why hair loss is so complicated is because there's like three four maybe more causes related you know one of them can be stress one of them could be pathogenic like there's a fungal or bacterial infection in the scalp Um, one of them is circulation so if you have declining blood vessel levels in that area, or you, you are stressed or drinking a lot of caffeine, it causes vasoconstriction. And so anyway, I can't go into all those details, but hormone relief elixir is addressed. is has got frequencies in it for hair loss. I think that's an important thing to know. Again, I think you'll see a positive impact on libido. If you're someone who takes hormone relief and you don't get a response right away, 99 times out of a hundred, that is because you have too many estrogen toxins in your system. So What I would say uh, is a good rule of thumb. Everyone can be different and you can certainly write me to see what I find for you. But what I would say is it's a good rule of thumb to take three months of skin defense, bind up a bunch of those estrogen toxins, get them out of your system, and then try hormone relief elixir again. And I think you're going to find at that point, it kicks in and does, and it has a notable effect on your overall, whether it be mood or energy or headaches Most migraines are caused by an estrogen deficiency today. So you want to address migraines that way. So there's so many aspects of your life where you're like, I just have to live with it. Oh, I just get migraines. No, you're just poisoned. You have to detox. That's all there is to it. All righty. Let's see. Uh, Just think about any other waters I take. Right now I'm taking a water. I'm trying to see if it will strengthen my ciliary muscles so I can help not need readers anymore. Uh, One of my more frustrating things I have not been able to resolve so far, that's sort of a eh reaction. does not help when you wear readers. Readers actually promote a weakening of your ciliary muscles. So it's, it's a real challenge to have to function every day looking at my computer, which is where my readers come up most often, and also be trying to teach my guy. I don't have the patience to do the ciliary muscle strengthening exercises, but I'm convinced that if I did both of those things, I could reverse the need for readers. I just haven't gotten up the discipline to do that. What else do I take? You know, I take a couple of things that I'll recommend for you right now that I don't make yet and I don't think I will. nascent iodine. I continually muscle test the need to maintain nascent iodine. So I take about 8 drops a day for thyroid health. I assume that's because of the crap coming out our thyroid. You know how it's an epidemic thyroid damage and Thyroid sluggishness is an epidemic. Well, nascent iodine is one of the protective mechanisms. And then I look at, sometimes I see Hashimoto's can be triggered by yeast infection. Sometimes thyroid disease is created by metal poisoning. So everybody can have a different picture for it. But uh, just know that, again, the thyroid is one of those places where we can get back to normal health. Well, maybe we've covered most of them. If I forgot one, I apologize. Again, this is a different paradigm of how we approach wellness. The reason I've come up with these formulas is because I believe most of us need them. The reason they're so different than everyone else has is because I recognized the source of disease where I don't think enough people are chasing that down. And um, our results speak for themselves. If you haven't tried... The osmosis regime, it can be quite life-changing. And what I've committed to you and everyone else is if you're ready to make that leap, I'm going to be with you every step of the way. You write me, you share with me what your plan is. Maybe you've, you've intuitively determined what you need based on what I've said in podcasts and you're on it. And maybe you're not getting the result you wanted. Write me so I can help you get the result you wanted. I had one lady, for example, who was on skin defense. And she had migraines, but skin defense brought out her migraines in a big way. Well, yes, in that early phase, as your estrogen is rising, that fluctuation of estrogen causes migraines. And so that is potential side effect of the detox process. But she stopped and didn't write me for like a year. And then she finally wrote me, I'm like, you've got to push through. You have to push through. And if you're curious, if you're worried, like, oh my gosh, is that triggering something bad? That's why I'm getting a migraine write me. I'll explain it to you. I, I've gotten pretty good at understanding why the side effects when they randomly occur, do occur. So on that note, guys, look forward to talking to you next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for staying with me for an entire hour. Oh my God, I'm a talker. Talk soon. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Ask Dr. Ben. Please leave a review if you can and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts to get access to all of my upcoming episodes. My website is osmosisbeauty.com and you can find me on Facebook at Osmosis Beauty. You can also follow me on Instagram at osmosis underscore beauty. Thanks for listening.